This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello guys and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Stardom Cast, your monthly audio source for all things world, wonder, ring, stardom, I am your host Rob Goodwin, I am joined by the stardom mark that is Chris O. Brian, how are you Chris? We've settled on Stardom Cast, have we? Like, <laughs> we didn't even call it Stardcast. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the Starcast would have been... A better name, and we'd have got like more cross promotional traffic when like AEW puts out big shows. Here's what we should have just done it, called it Arisa, and then have the art be like Akira. (laughs) We we could have done that. There's there's many things we could have done. On a bike, that's like, I don't know what else could we call it. Um, I mean, this isn't the greatest way to start a podcast thinking about different things to name it after we've already put out a name. We haven't even mentioned when in the same place, have we? Oh, no. We are here in a very chilly room in Blackpool. It's not that cold. It isn't now because I put the heater on, but when I arrived, the woman did say, it will be cold when you get up there because it's at the top of the stairs. And when we got to the top of the stairs, or when I got to the top of the stairs, I genuinely got frostbite in my toes. It is horrendous. (laughs) At least it's not like a murder hotel like last year. Oh, God, last year was. I'm staying in that tomorrow. (laughs) The murder hotel. I'm staying there tomorrow because I forgot I didn't redeem my gaff hotel soon enough. So I had to go on. (laughs) That was one of the saddest things I think I've ever seen. You texting Garth saying, can I uh, I still sleep at yours? And Garth's reply, "Um, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, I really have left this too long. (laughs) I mean, that was like, what, Thursday? No, here's the thing. I thought I was getting a lift back from my dad from Newcastle, but then he decided to be selfish and go on holiday. Oh, the <laughs> bastard. I know, the bastard. Fucking. Is that where you've gone? Bolton on holiday? My nan lives there. Oh, okay. Is it's... that really a holiday? No, it's not a holiday, but I don't want to go into family drama on the podcast. Right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's avoid that. <laughs> so, we are here in Blackpool, uh, ready for NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. Um, we've given our predictions and stuff for that on sort of the flagship Podmania podcast. Um, we should have done like a sweepstakes for chance. Yes, we should have done a sweepstakes for oh, chance. We should have came up with chance and then tried to get them going. Yeah, and the man who gets the most chance going. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a look at that. That's, uh, I think, the production notes for when we come off the podcast. Um, but yeah, for a while, Chris has been trying to get me to watch Stardom, and I have constantly rebutted him, saying, no, I haven't got enough time. And then WWE got shit, um... I lost what interest. Do you mean, got shit. Well, yeah, WWE is shit. AEW, it's not shit. I've just I've lost interest in it. It's like you say, Chris. I I don't think a weekly television product, no matter how good it is, is going to hold my attention because with everything that I do outside work, I just I can't I can't keep on top of it. And then once you've missed one, you know, and there's then another one the next week, and you you sort of snowball and you sort of lose lose it a bit so I ended up just watching New Japan. That's kind of why I like Stardom and New Japan because like for the most part you can watch all the royalty shows and you get a lot from watching all the royalty shows. 
but at the end of the day, all you really need to do is read um, what people are saying on Twitter mm. and watch the big shows and you won't be lost. No, and with Stardom, I mean, I, I tried a couple of matches a few months ago and um, with one thing and another, I never really got round to sort of following up on that. Um, and then I sort of gave it to go again with this year's um, year-end climax. And I was I was really, really impressed. And obviously we decided we were going to do a podcast based on it, so I did well, some research. And what things. happened was you met you matched me going, what do you, how do you feel if we did a Stardom cast once a month? And I was just like, I'm hard. <laughs> I believe my exact phrasing was, don't get too excited. Do not get <laughs> no, too what, excited, What Chris. happened, he was like, can I have your... This is on January 4th, and I was like, can I just earn your Stardom login? And now, in my head, I was like, does he think the January 4th thing's on there? I'm like, the January 4th thing's on there. He was like, don't like, don't make a big deal out of this. I'm like, oh my God! And then Garth immediately made a stardom friend. <laughs> yes, he did. There was a stardom meme on the group chat. And I was like, oh no, I've been converted. But I must admit, you know, watching this, this show and a couple of other matches, I am really enjoying it. So, yeah, now, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is this going to be a monthly thing. Um, at least to start off with, whether we decide to make it anything else is up for debate. <laughs> Depends but... how shit New Japan get. During Tag League, we'll talk about a lot of stardom. More stardom, yeah. Um, but at the moment, this is going to be a monthly thing where we'll go through everything, the major things that have happened in that month. Um, this one is sort of the inaugural, the sort of pilot episode, so it's coming in the middle of the month, so completely against what I've just said. Um, we'll basically be basing this around like the monthly Corican shows. Yeah, I think that's probably I'm, I think that's probably fair. I'm looking forward to you seeing the Cinderella tournament. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Cinderella tournament to be it's fair. It's essentially honest. like the New Japan Cup, except the winner gets a pretty jo- dress and instead of a title match, a wish. Right. The, the wish normally manifests okay. in a title match. Right. That makes but, more sense. Like I'd love it if like Jungle Kiona won and she, like I want Jan back. <laughs> or like um for example, like we'll go on to this later on, but like Kagetsu wanted Azumi in a weather tie, so like if, she's not going to win now, obviously, but obviously. she won, and it's like I want Azumi in a weather tie, and we'd have to do it. <laughs> so what I'll do is, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are completely new to Stardom, like I am, yeah, you'd be probably, but everyone's probably really confused. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just going to read through basically a couple of things to do with Stardom, just to sort of give you an idea of where stardom is right now what stardom is and then we'll go through a couple of i'll also fill in on like history as we go along please do please do um obviously chris has been watching a lot longer than me and has well, got far more longer. of the ideas i've been watching since august because basically what happened no june because it was leading up to g1 and it was in the like three week span that new japan has with us nothing three weeks before or after the g1 which in some ways a blessing a blessing in disguise yeah but definitely i was like i need more, i need japanese wrestling so i was like i got all japan world and stardom world watched all japan once and then i was like this kento miyahara bloke really cool nothing else interests me this kento miyahara bloke he does some of the good graps yes he does he does like the rick flair graps i like <laughs> the rick flair graps um, how good Kento Miyahara is just is not even up to debate. We need we need to review both New Year's ones. As well. We do. We I'm sure we will, and I'm sure there'll be a point, especially after the New Beginning shows, where we can do that leading up to uh, leading up to the New Japan Cup at the start of March. Um, but at the moment, then, ladies and gentlemen, Stardom is obviously a Josie promotion in, uh, according to Cage Match, the Asia region, the Orient. <laughs> But obviously, it's based in Tokyo, Japan. It's been running since 2011. Um, so basically, it is very, very faction-based in that way, I suppose, it is 
similar to New Japan. Um, they're more like strict with like the faction sort of mean, not like how it's sort of like in New Japan, someone can be in chaos, but like Goto at the beginning of this of last year was wrestling like someone in Suzuki Gun, like some young boys about. Yeah, but there's sort of a more strict appearance here, like um. Like to quickly go over it, stars is sort of like your white meat baby face. Like sort of like we're gonna stick by the rules. This is just we're we're really just happy to be here. Like sort of like your main unit, more like Tiguchi Japan than your main unit. Right, okay. Um, Oedatai is sort of like your bullet club slash Suzuki gun. Like they're your heels. Like they're your um through and through heels. Although sometimes we don't take it seriously. See Natsu and Session off. Then <laughs> <laughs> you have um your. TCS, which is sort of like your LIJ, where you have like Hanakamura, who's like your low-key most over-person in the promotion, even if they're not the best workers, and like you have your Konami and um, Jungle, it's sort of like your evil Sonata, and it all works out okay. And then there's, oh fuck, I forgot the last one, so that's really, Queen's Quest, who are basically your chaos of like your tweeners. Right, okay. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe Stars is headed up by Mayu. Mayu, yeah. Um, Kagetsu heads up Oedo Tai. For now. For now. Well, she doesn't anymore. It, it looks until... like Natsu's going to be taken over, which is fucking weird. <laughs> um, uh, Hannah Kimura heads up Tokyo TCS. Cyber Squad yeah. and Queen's Quest. Is that Momo? Momo, yeah. Yeah, Watanabe. So that's sort of the factions. Um, as for championships, um, the competitors themselves don't really sort of reference the titles, they just reference the colour of the titles. I know, that's the thing. I, I've been watching for months, I don't know the actual names of the belts because I'm just like, the red belt, the white belt, the black belts, the multicoloured belts, etc, etc. Um, so currently, these are the champions and the championship, so Chris, stop me if I've got any of this wrong, but the main belt, the red belt, is the World of Stardom Championship and that's currently held by the face of Stardom Mayo. Iwatani, and she's in a second reign, having just taken the belt off B Priestley, who's held it for the majority of the year. Yeah, that fucking... Well, not... It was... She's held it since, like, middle of the year. Kagetsu held it, like... I was going to ask if Kagetsu had held it before. Kagetsu was who B won it off, and it was, like, at Queen's Quest. Every year around Cinderella Tournament, we do, like, um, the factions organised their own show. Oh, right, okay. And, like, Queen's Quest gave B a shot at the title, and she won it. It was really surprising, apparently. I've, this was like just a few months before I started watching, so I don't know. I've seen quite a lot of, sort of, obviously we run um, our, our the podcast Twitter pages, and I saw quite a lot of negativity around B Priestley's run with the title. Don't what do you think, think that's fair? Okay. Um, she put on like consistent, like she was have, she was rarely the best match on the card, like, but like she was very consistent. She kept getting better, which like she got given it quite early on, so like. Mm. When you consider how, like, people forget how young B. Priestley is because of how long she's been around, but she's younger than Osprey, and Osprey's are still a, well, I'd say a spring chicken, he has a back worse than Garth, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've read somewhere that B. Priestley's like 23, I believe. Super young, yeah. Which is outstanding, really, considering how much she's achieved in that small amount of time. Um, so, the Wonder of Stardom Championship, which is the white belt, uh, that's currently held by your favourite, Arisa Hoshiki. She gives me so much joy. <laughs> Um, now, she left Stardom for a while to yeah, be... Yeah, she was the star, and then she went away. She started a band called... Fuck, what's it called? She wears the shirt, so I should really remember the name. Um, I think it's Unlimited Dream Navigator, is what 
She sings her own theme song. That's that's such a long ass name. There's no need for the name to be that long. UDM. UDM. That's, that's, such that's a, fine. That's quite a bad abbreviation. It's like and, and <laughs> um, I'll go through the actual Stardom Championships, and then we'll go through yeah. other championships that are recognised by Stardom. So the next one is the Goddesses of Stardom Championship, which is your tag team belts, and they're currently held by the Tokyo Cyber Squad team of Jungle Kiona and Konami. Yeah, I'm glad Jungle has something. From what I've seen, and admittedly it is extremely limited, um, I've seen a couple of matches leading up um, to this show, and then obviously she was in the um, not six-man, yeah, she was in a six-man yeah. on this show, or six-woman, sorry. Essentially the opener. Yeah, yeah and she's she's excellent, I've got no no issues with that at all. She's a brute, she's basically, in terms of like, it's, it's weird because she's in the LAJ, like, this is why you can't do it, that parallel, but she's sort of like the Ishii. Like she's like the big bruiser everyone loves, but like she's never getting the push. No, no, fair enough. Um, and then we've got the Future of Stardom Championship, which is one of the two belts, three belts, in fact, currently held by Utami Hayashashita. F- the Future of Stardom Championship is wit. It's wit. So it's like anyone below the age. I'm trying to remember the exact ruling. It's like anyone below the age of twenty, or anyone who's been wrestling less than two years. So like less than a year, less than two years. So like Utami's on the verge of like just vacating it. Okay. But like we'll get into this later, but Utami's fucking insane in terms of how good she is for how long she's been wrestling. Yeah, and on the anniversary show later on this month, she's going to have an absolutely outstanding match, but we'll get into that in a moment. And then finally, you've got the Artist of Stardom Championship, which is your six-man belts are not treated a damn sight better than New Japan's <laughs> six-man's belt. It's not hard. Like We don't even have a promotion, and our six-man belts will be defended more. Oh, God, yeah. Oh my god, we should create them and then go around Blackpool defending our six-man championship. It's like, pin us, Max. Oh, fuck! <laughs> How did we lose our own belts? Um, but the artist of Stardom Championships are held by Queen's Quest, the team of Yutami Hayashishita, Momo Watanabe, and AZM. Azumi. Um, this is Azumi. Oh, is it just Azumi? Yeah. Oh, okay, I've been it's calling her AZM. Yeah, like Hazuki at the beginning was his hate, like, hate ZK. It's, okay. it's, it's a bit weird. I don't blame you for it. Like, because you've I keep thinking there's no commentary so you've never heard it out loud. No, so, that's a good point. Um, I literally don't blame you. It's just for because Stardom Mark will get Other recognised championships, obviously, the SWA Undisputed World Women's Championship, uh, which is currently held again. But you t- that's a weird one as well because it can only be defended against someone of a different nationality. Right. So, like, her last defence, I may have missed a couple because I don't watch, or, like, New Japan, if I do- just can't watch a... Uh, Road, uh, road to Korokan show, I'll skip it, but like her last defense I can think of was Zoe Lucas. No, I remember that. I remember Zoe Lucas def- um, being beaten about it. Uh, fucking, she's useless. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, it speaks volumes that the Red Pro Women's Champion is so shit. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Like, it's, like her spoiled brat gimmick could be kill. Cool. Like, that's, like, how come everyone ever given a spoiled brat gimmick is shit? But then again, you know, she is also hella young. She's uh, She is super young. But also, like, she didn't get better. She might get better, though. She, she might. Like, she is super... But, like, Jamie Hayter went to stardom and got better. Like, Beef Reasley went there and got better. Zoe Lucas had a tour and didn't really get better. It'll be interesting if she comes back yeah, and like, does another even tour. Like, I think... Z- I haven't seen Zy Brooks how run, really, but she went and got better, so... And that's Zy Brooks. That's great. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing. And now she's like stand up, one of the standouts of NXT UK. Mm. She just needs to get like that beyond that bubblegum baby face, and she'd be a champion yeah. contender. Um, and then the high speed championship, which is currently held by the AEW Women's Champion Riho. The high speed championship is so fun. 
Like you won't have seen a high speed championship <clears throat> match yet, will you? Not yet. No, there wasn't one on this show. It's imagine you know the speed of like old X division matches. Mm-hmm. Imagine that on like times two speed. But like we don't do crazy. It's mostly like quick dashes to get a pin rather than like big moves. But yeah. it's not like power moves. But like you, Hazuki made a rule while she was champion, and it's hilarious. It's like anyone um, fast and with abs. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What a ruling that is. But the thing is, that didn't, because Def Yamasan beat her for the championship. So well, that, that, did, got... that, that rule clearly didn't hold. You know, when you said before we came on. Came yeah, on air, but she's one of those people, we'll get to her. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, before we came on air, you said, I've got some, I've got loads of questions to ask you about what you think about certain people. That's one it's of them. one of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll get on to that in a minute. Um, but they've just announced a high speed tournament, haven't they, as well? Like yeah. a round robin. Yeah, that's going to be really fun. Because they don't last long, but really fast matches. Like, there's a triple threat. Last high speed match, because again, I don't want, they're normally defended on, like, um, I think the last one defended on a Corican show was the one where Rio actually won it. Right. And it was not long, like seven minutes, maybe. Nice. Okay. But the last thing about Stardom, they're much shorter matches than we're used to as New Japan fans. Yeah. A um, couple more things then about watching Stardom, and this is something coming again from a new fan. Obviously, Stardom World, they have their own streaming service, which is extremely helpful. Um, it's actually a lot easier to navigate than people think it is. No, it's, that's, it's in year and then you just scroll through the Exactly. Year. It's yeah. a lot easier to navigate than AJPW to we've, we've TV. Always, we've always had it like that, but the, actually, yeah, New Japan recently got better. We've had, like, we haven't now have yeah. the years. I mean, but like, um, because they switch provider, not all their back catalogue is on there, mm. which it, which was like, uh, so it was almost a killer for me like a year ago when I first got somewhat interested. Because I was like, wow, I want to watch Because Iosh- it was that, it was like Iyoshirai, Kairi Sane. I was like, yeah. I want to watch that. But then I was like, but really, like, they're not the current product. I, I'd want to see the current product. So Yeah, no, I no, that's fair enough. Although Iyoshirai could be the current product. Though, yeah, if you are to believe what is being said, Iyoshirai might well be on her way back to start of the she's, big money. She's missing that good evil dick. Honestly, did not realise that Evil and no, Yoshirai were as, engaged. Isn't it like as soon as you hear that, it's like that makes too much sense. It makes complete sense, yeah. Absolutely. It's like hearing of like Sonata was Eddie Guerrero's illegitimate love child. Yeah. <laughs> like he went to New Japan and got frisky with one of the locals. Um so on Stardom, where you get to, it's very, very easy to navigate. You go to the uh, year and then all the matches. Their matches are loaded up individually. They are not loaded up in one show, though they are in a set. So mm-hmm. it is quite easy to yeah, obviously navigate to the like, next match. Watch next, then it's. Yeah, exactly. Very, very easy. You don't easy. Even need to like click the translate button to navigate. No, it's, it's, it's really easy. It's really intuitive, yeah. Um, something else as well all the promos and everything are translated into English and yeah. have English subtitles. But that is incredibly helpful in. Uh, working out storylines for a newcomer. It believe it or not, it looked like they were dropping that. They, <laughs> they're, not do, they're not doing that now, but like in the middle of the five star um, Grand Prix, it looked like we were about to drop it. And people, and then people were like, well, I'm cancelling, and they panicked and brought the dude back because, like, seriously, like if I just wanted to watch really good matches with no context, I just go on YouTube. You know what? Yeah, exactly. You go and watch, you know, all Japan or pro wrestling. Noah from. Well, the noughties. Well, you do. Yeah, that is a good <laughs> point. Um, and another thing as well, and again, this this is going to go one or two ways. Either it will put you off completely or or otherwise it will help you immerse yourself in the match. I find it a bit jarring to start off with is that we don't 
it's not just Japanese commentary and no English. You it's don't have commentary. any commentary but you at still all. Have commentary. Um, but here's the thing, though. Stardom mostly go for like Japanese audiences for a live crowd, and then mm. like internationally for. Now, yeah. I think if you look at Stardom on subscriptions, it could be wrong, but it's like almost half and half. Yeah, I so, mean, like at that point, like why bother if most of your fans aren't Japanese speakers anyway? And also. Since all the stories, all the promos are subtitles, you're not losing out on... Apart from, like, maybe move names. Yeah, potentially. But, like, quite frankly, the Fire Pro DLC has helped. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, very quick, I need to rant about this. The most overpriced for what you get DLC. <laughs> I, I still bought it. <laughs> Obviously, because you're a massive, massive stardom mark. And a massive... I have 860 hours in Fire Pro. And that's just the PC version. I also have the PS4 version. Why do you have both? Because the PS4 true. version was on sale, Rob. I'd be losing money if I didn't buy it. <laughs> but no, no, it literally, it's because I have the mod pack on um, one and you can't play career mode with the mod pack because it, cra- it balks your safe out. So you can't play Stardom in... No, you can. You just can't play the New Japan career mode. So right. like literally, I got, it was like... 15 quid on PSN, so I was like, well, I'm going to get the 15 quid PSN version so I can play career mode. Right. So, okay. like, cause, yeah, a, career, a good career mode's worth 15 quid. So. Yeah, alright. Um, you, you do potentially miss out on that, but then, rather than All Japan, who have decided that no... No English, graphics. No graphics at all. No Nothing. English fans should enjoy this product. <laughs> no, no, apparently no one should, because the fucking dude who does the... What what is normally his name? The ring announcer. That's normally his name. He fucking speaks so lowly that you can't hear. You can't being quite in... pick up what he says. No. No, exactly. And to be fair, they also don't put the, like they don't put the names in like an English. I know, like in New Japan, it's it's all like Okada Kazuchika instead of Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. But like down, so like someone mentioned, um, I forget his name, but like the Dragon Gate guy who was in the junior tournament in All oh. Japan. Yeah, yeah, know, but we should know. remember his name because he won. <laughs> Car- right, you carry on. I'm going to try. And find um, out. But he was like, "Oh, so you know him?" Uh, I was talking to someone I know who likes Dragon Gate. It's like, "Oh, so you know him?" There, I'm like, "Wait, what?" I Google him. It's like, "Oh, he's Dragon Gate. I don't watch Dragon Gate." It's like, "Yeah, but he was in the Old Japan Korokan show." I'm like, "Oh fuck, I'm so sorry." <laughs> he's that really good one because New Old Japan have really bad juniors. Um, Yokosuka. Yeah, there we go. Who's like? Uh, who, so you know him I'm like oh fuck yeah sorry they have the names in the wrong order so my brain didn't immediately go it's like yeah. and I'm not being funny but if you have like the translation option there anyway it shouldn't be that hard to flip them no I agree um, but then again all Japan have enough problems drawing domestically so don't blame them for not going for an international market basically what we're saying here is if anyone from stardom ever ends up listening to this podcast we are available to do commentary. Oh, mate, fucking... I'm, I'm, I finish uni in May. I'm going to need a fucking job. Please. I will do it for pennies. <laughs> I just need to shut my CV. <laughs> I think you might need to drop the swearing. I'll tell you what, we'll do, we'll do it... <laughs> we'll do it twice. We'll do an over 18... Because to be fair, when you, you've watched a couple of progress shows now, how, how much more impactful is it when Glenn Joseph goes, HOLY SHIT! It is. It's really impactful, isn't it? I imagine someone like Session Moth would be well into that. Yeah, no. as would Jamie Hayter. Yeah, well, yeah, basically all the guy jeans. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, fucking 
Tam Nakano looks like she's never heard a swear word in her life. Yeah, Tam Nakano looks incredibly sweet until she starts kicking you in the fucking head. Oh, yeah. And, but to be fair, Hanakamaru would probably love it, because during the five-star Grand Prix... I do. Um, so, during the five-star Grand Prix, she was like, um, <laughs> today I'm facing Tam, the shitty little trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So, we are here today, basically, to review... The one show, really, and then Chris has obviously got some notes on the New Year Stars shows that have been going on at the beginning of January. But... And then you have the January 4th show. And then I have the January 4th show as well. And we've also got some notes based on uh, what's happened in the year-end climax uh, leading into the anniversary show as well. Uh, but we're going to go for the year-end climax 2019, which took place on Christmas Eve, from Corrigan Hall with an attendance of 1,350. Thirty-four. That's more that... than all Japan. <laughs> I know, I know. It is. It's a decent run. It's a decent and show. Fair, this is like a mo- Saturn's more consistent than all Japan. Like if you look at our rate, <laughs> I don't know if you put them up yet, but our ratings from the January third. Yeah, the one with Violent Giants. No, that'd be the second. Um, the where... Violent Giants versus Zeus. And... Yeah, like where yeah. Back Card did not pick up until the junior matches started. No, I agree. It was a, it was very much a card of two halves. Oh, did, like fucking, I thought Tajiri could still go. Fuck with I was wrong. Jesus, yeah. That, no, I agree. Um, but this this card as a whole um, was really good. That's um, what I'm trying to think. It's really consistent. Yeah, I mean the cage match rating at the moment stands at eight point one four. I know the even, current rating. I know even I don't trust Adam fans with ratings though. Well, there's like, a couple of things that I take issue with in a couple of these matches, so we'll uh, we'll get into that. That's was... Stardom fans seem to pretend there's no like issues with Stardom. I mean, actually, be worth like, but they're also, like they're much like New Japan and WWE in the sense that they are quite predatory with um, merch because that's where they make most of their money. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure everyone on there is making a little uh, living wage. Well, a, a wage they can live on, whether it's a living wage is. No, I agree. It's not. It's not up to public scrutiny because it's not public. But, you know, everyone seems to be living all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, should we dive into this card, then? Yeah. So, we started with a dark match, the six-man tag match. A dark match that was uploaded. Yeah, what which was the uploaded, therefore completely rendering the need it's, for dark match. It's because it's before, like, the opening ceremony. No, yeah, I agree, where Hanukkah attacks the <laughs> it was amazing. head of Bushi we'll Road. Um so it was the team of 3838 tags. So Saya, Alida, Saya, Kamatani, sorry, and it's Suki Hoshino defeating the Queen's Quest team of Hina and Leo Onazaki and Rina in 8 minutes and 5 seconds. Chris, what did you think of this match? Apparently, Sia is my age. I do not believe that for a second. I sent, I sent you a photo to the group. Doesn't she look like 15? I don't think it's the fact that she looks 15. I think it's the fact that you look 35. <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's for confidence boost is why I come to see you guys every year. <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped getting ID'd, man, which is awful. That's because you've got a massive beard no, and a massive head of hair. It's not just that. The glasses do add, like, age to my face. Oh, my God, they do. You can't see this because it's a podcast and only audio content. But genuinely, Chris wearing glasses is a completely different animal than the Chris wearing well, no glasses. I've, t- I've tried these are my bad glasses I was telling about on the last podcast. Um, like the square ones, you see me in square ones in like my profile picture. Don't I still look young with square ones? Mm. Well, I look younger. You look younger than me. But well, I mean, like that's not hard. You're so fucking sixty-five, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm 29, but that's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that, mate. You're pushing middle-aged. Uh, <laughs> exactly. 
Um, but this match, um, what did you think? Honestly, I'm going to give you a tip right now. For most, um, apart from when these guys are uh, featured in with major stars of like putting a tournament or something like that, ignore these matches. Mm. They are like they are basically young line matches. They're five minutes, so that you're not losing anything. You do like just want to watch a full card, mm. but like for the most part, they're all pretty standard. They basically show what we learned in class this week, and like you'll see their progress when they get up to yeah um beat both places. Like I will, I will say that these um these these workers they are very young. Like some, I think the youngest on there is fourteen. I know. To be fair, you can't. One of the people in one of the main card matches are 14. So. Yeah, you could tell that though, to be fair. Yeah, no, that's the thing. We don't try to make them look older, which I kind of. I kind of respect, but also it's Japan, so kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's mind boggling. Absolutely mind boggling. The thing is, though, like, if you. I know, like, in Japan, it's probably a weird thing. Uh, it's like, there's probably people who are weird about it, but like, over here, I'm just sort of like, these are better than half the people I see at local shows. Mm. They've got. They, they're a tremendous talent. Um, it's, it's because it's like a dojo training system. So. I was just going to ask: Is there a name that is given to these? You know, like they are referred to as young lions. No, they're kind of just like the young ones. They're just the young ones. They're just yeah, put like, on at the start I, of the show. Like the rookies, yeah. Like the sort of like there's like unofficial. Name. I don't think there's an official name. I know if there was called. Yeah, that is true. Ironically enough, but right. um, yeah, it's just a lot of drop kicks. So they pull out some cool moves. They all. They're amazing for their age. Yeah. I'll say that because they're fucking... Like, I have nieces older than these people. So, mm. I think I have a niece that's my age, but you know. <laughs> what? My, my oldest brother's 38, so... Oh, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, We moved on then to the main card, and this started with a ceremony held by the owner of Bushy Road. This did not go over well. <laughs> no, it did not go over well, particularly with one member of the Stardom roster. Okay. Very quickly, um, it's worth mentioning right now, Bushy Road has changed up how they run Corican Jeffs. Okay. Because you didn't notice, because you watched the Tamarissa match earlier mm-hmm. this year, um, you didn't notice the set design is different. That's debuted on this show, and this is the first Corican show since. Oh, Okay. So, like, they've they're coming out like a normal wrestling show as opposed to before where they had the ramp. Like, at first I didn't like it, but as I went through the, through the show, I'm like, well, to be fair, the old stardom ramp for Corican looks shite. So, like, I'd rather have, like, the more <coughs> traditional Corican look in that case because it makes them look a bit... Because, right, I, this is the fullest I've ever seen for a stardom show. It it was it was lit very well. I think that helped. But, yeah. you know, you're that's, pulling... That's when it's not... A lot of the time, because, like, they'll do the dive, and they'll do the dive on, like, the right side of the ring mm. from the hard cam. And then they'd look up slightly and you'd see all the empty seats. Well, there was a couple of dives and you could see just how close the audience were to the... To no, the ring. exactly. But to be to be completely fair, it's not all Japan don't sell out um, Korokin. Like even Noah, who are who just did well in Sumo, don't always sell out Korokin. So it's like the only it's it's worth mentioning that New Japan do have a somewhat monopoly right now. And yeah. In some ways, that for Western audiences, that fine. I'm sure for Japanese audience audiences, that's really frustrating. But um. Honestly, I like. I saw people complaining about it because like they're really scared Bushi Road are gonna fuck Stardom, and to be fair, I'm slightly scared they're just gonna turn Stardom into New Japan because that's just not the style. No, but like this show sort of delayed some of my fears because like this definitely wasn't New Japan. No, it was just it was just it was your typical Stardom show. No, exactly. But I see no in terms of like just pure con in terms of production, I see a difference in terms of like pure content. Honestly, it's just production values is what's changing because there's also like this is the first Stardom show I've seen in a while. I think I've missed the last few shows where from. 
once he's on the ring. Yes. And honestly, I do like that. I yeah. think it makes it look more legit because, like, you know, like UFC has like sponsors on there. So like, yeah. I honestly have literally, like, I liked it when Impact did it when they had sponsors on there. And then TNA were like, no one wanted to sponsor TNA. So... <laughs> Who have a pay per view this week that I didn't realise? Oh, no, they have a pay per view this weekend. It's tomorrow, isn't it? Hard to kill. Yeah. Oh, we should stay. No, I said we should stay up. You're going home. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm not stopping for it. Um, so it's RVD versus Callahan. That's no, going to be shite. No, it's not. It's Callahan versus Tessa. Is it? Fucking when's Tessa? When's, when's RVD versus Callahan? That's been advertised to me. I'd... Wasn't that at the bash at the brewery show? That probably was. It speaks volume that we don't trust RVD to draw anymore. That's because he makes out with his girlfriend, and that is it. To be completely fair, I kind of in, I kind of enjoy that he's sort of like I'm an old man with money, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking, he's the Godfather now. He's like the high Godfather.